Thank you for tuning in to the Voice Epilepsy Podcast, which has been brought to you by the BC Epilepsy Society and the international I Am A Voice For Epilepsy Awareness Campaign. The Voice Epilepsy Podcast introduces a variety of topics related to epilepsy, including medications, treatment, law, employment, surgery, mental health, stress, and stigma, among many others. Whether you are a person living with epilepsy or you have a personal or professional interest in epilepsy, the Voice Epilepsy Podcast is the podcast for you. Hi, everyone. Uh, My name is Sharari. I'm from the Disability Alliance of BC. And for those of you who don't know DABC, we are a nonprofit organization that works um, in and around BC, but we're based in Vancouver and we help uh, people with all sorts of disabilities live independently and with dignity in their communities. So today I'm gonna be doing a kind of brief overview of some of the disability benefits that are available to people living in BC. All right. And the third thing we're gonna talk about is the disability tax credit, which is a federal run program. The DTC is a non-refundable tax credit that basically helps people pay less taxes. And this is also a transferable credit. So for example, if the applicant themselves, so the person with the disability doesn't pay any taxes or doesn't owe any taxes, they can give it to a parent or a spouse or someone who provides them support and that person can get the refund themselves. Um, This can also be backdated for up to 10 years uh, to the date of disability. So as long as the doctor can certify that your disability started at a certain date, they will go back to that date of disability for up to 10 years. Um, In order to open an RDSP, you have to be approved for the disability tax credit. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. So who is eligible for the disability tax credit? So any person with a disability who meets kind of the categories that are set out by the CRA can qualify. A doctor or specialist has to say you have a severe and prolonged impairment and that it has to last at least one year. So a severe impairment means that an applicant is either very restricted in one basic activity of daily living as set out by the CRA. So this either means that they can't do the activity, need a lot longer to do the activity or need help to do the activity. Or they can be restricted a little less, but in two or more of the activities. So it's either one activity 90% of the time or two or more of the activities combined causes a restriction 90% of the time. Um, And the last category that someone can qualify under is a need for therapy that keeps them alive and also takes up a lot of time. So that's called the life-sustaining therapy category. Um, So the activities of daily living that the CRA qualifies is vision, speaking, Um, either eating or making food, hearing, walking, eliminating, dressing, and then mental functions necessary for everyday life. So how to apply for this program is actually pretty straightforward. So the form is available online. It's called the form T2201. And in order to fill it out, the applicant just has to fill out the first page that asks for their basic information. And then the rest of the form is entirely filled out by a doctor or specialist 
and then mailed or sent into the CRA via their um, online MyCRA system. In order to qualify under mental functioning, some of the kind of examples could be if someone is restricted in self-care, health and safety needs, social interactions, um, transactions, memory and cognitive functioning, problem solving, goal setting, and judgment. So it doesn't mean that one of these symptoms have to restrict you 90% of the time, but a combination of multiple of these mental functioning symptoms, if combined together, restrict you 90% of the time, that would work. So some of the key phrases that are best for this application um, when the doctor is applying is are things like mentioning that someone is restricted substantially all of the time or that they require assistance, that they're unable to manage the activity or it takes them either three times or two times as long to complete an activity compared to an average person their age without restrictions. Things that aren't helpful for the application are things like someone's ability to do work, housekeep, manage a bank account, drive, or do recreational activities, as these don't matter to the CRA. Um, some helpful tips, we do have an app that you're able to use to help with kind of creating a write-up for this application. Because this application relies so heavily on the doctor providing examples and details, sometimes doctors just don't have the time to do that. So you can either reach out to us at DABC or use that app um, that will kind of guide you through um, how to create examples and what to write on the application to get the best chance of approval. Um, so again, you can either mail it or submit it online, and it can take up to three to four months for the CRA to make a decision. After the application is approved, they will either approve it for a chunk of time or approve it indefinitely, which means that a lot of people will end up having to reapply for the disability, depending on how that doctor fills out their form. If someone is denied, it's not the end of the road. We're also able to help with that and there are quite a few options. I know I threw a lot of information out there. I hope that that was helpful, but if anyone has any questions, um, would like to apply for one of these programs, needs help in any kind of way, we are always available. So you can email us at advocacy at disabilityalliancebc.org. You can call us at 604-872-1278, um, or you can visit our website where we have a lot of help sheets that kind of explain a lot of the programs that we help with, but more in depth and can provide examples and details on those help sheets as well. And obviously once COVID's over, you can come visit us in our office, but currently we are closed. Thanks so much. And I hope that helped. Thank you for joining us for another Voice Epilepsy podcast episode. Don't forget to follow us on all of our BC Epilepsy Society and I Am A Voice For Epilepsy Awareness social media platform. In closing, remember, you matter and we are here for you. We hope you'll make Thursdays our epilepsy date night and tune in to the Voice Epilepsy podcast on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts.